Good morning. So, one of the most intriguing stories in the entire Torah is where Moshe is chosen to be the leader. Moshe is chosen to be the one to save the Jewish people. Um, it's the story of the burning bush. Now, there's a fascinating story with the altar of the Balatanya, which was, which was given the mission by his teacher to focus on the Lithuanian part of Jewry, right? That was good. That was where he, where he was sent. And he had to go through the battle and struggle of dealing with the great um, Lit, uh, Litvish leaders in his time um, to be able to prove to them that the path and teachings of the Baal Shem Tev is not um, in contradiction to mainstream Judaism. Um, and there, was, there were actually debates, formal debates that were held. So the story goes that the, um, the Alter Rebbe was challenged with a debate. They said, you want to show us that the Baal ways, but we don't want to talk to anyone that wants to talk to us about the Baal ways before they can prove to us that they are a Lamdan, that they're a Talmud Chacham, that they know how to learn Torah. So they, challenged, they said to the Alter Rebbe, if you want to discuss with us the teachings of the Baal we first want to um, challenge you in your, um, in your capability in your, of Torah study. So the author accepted the challenge with a counter challenge. He said, if, I wanna, if, if you want to challenge me, you're going to have to let me challenge you back. <laughs> so they arranged for the debate. The debate came, it was in the year Tov Kuf Mem Gimel, over 200 years ago. And the, the debate took place. Many great big Tamadikham of the time came. And they began with challenging the Alter Rebbe. And the Alter Rebbe successfully answered each of their questions. Um, the way it's, the story is still very brief, very concise, but very, very straightforward, and answered all their questions. Then the Altarba challenged them. And the Altarba was, I mean, it was then revealed how, how, how big of a goyim he was in his own right. And most of the questions of the Altarba they were not able to answer. To the extent that afterwards they asked the Altarba to answer his own questions. And the Altarba answered, it says that there were still, I think, two that were left unanswered. Um, and this was the so once that he was able to establish that he was uh, able to to have a Torah discussion with them, the, um, they then allowed for the Alter to, to to discuss the teachings of the Baal Shem Tev. and they they asked they said to the Alter they have two problems two general problems with the Baal Shem Tev's teachings. One was the fact that the Baal Shem Tev pushed the agenda according to his approach that the simple Jews that are not so knowledgeable in Torah which were very commonly referred to as Amaratim, ignoramus, the ignorant people, that they're not only um, people of significance, but that even the great scholars have to show respect to them. And that was totally against the regular understanding that they had of Torah, which is that Talmud Chacham are supposed to be respected by everyone, and someone that does not have Torah knowledge is someone that doesn't deserve any respect. And it, it, to them, it took away from the focus and respect that was supposed to be given to the great Torah scholars. And they challenged that. They said that they didn't understand that approach, didn't see it as a Jewish approach. That was one. And second was that in the Balshamtiv's approach, um, even someone which is a great scholar is required to go through a process of tshuva. They require that even them, they, they are expected to go through a process of tshuva. 
which tshuva then was something which was understood only for a sinner, only for someone that sinned and someone that is actually does not study Torah, does not spend his time on Torah. Such a person requires going through a process of tshuva, of fixing himself. But Talmud Chacham, a great scholar that learns Torah all day, etc. I mean, someone like that does not need to go through a, a, a process of fixing himself. So they, they had a very hard time accepting that. Because again, it took away from the respect that they felt was supposed to be given to the scholars. Starting to say that a scholar has to do tshuva. That's uh, like, it's putting down their whole, uh, all their accomplishments. So after they went through the debate, and Al-Turabba was able to prove that he was, uh, he, he was able to, to learn Torah, they then allowed him to answer those questions. And he answered it, and explained to them that the answer to this question can be found in the first encounter Moshe Rabbeinu had with God. The burning bush. And he went over and he, he, and he told them a teaching that he, he heard from his teacher, the Mizit Magid, who heard from his teacher, the Baal Tev, A teaching um, based on the story of the burning bush. Um, as follows. Just, uh, I'll just mention the main points of it. Where the the burning the, the burning bush was a fascinating um, episode, and it was so to speak God the first time God presenting Himself to Moshe, and it was establishing Moshe as being the leader the leader of the Jewish people for that generation and generations to come. What was it about that experience, the burning bush? What was so telling about this burning bush? And there's many different explanations, many different nuances and angles of, of looking at it. But here's one that the Baal Shem Tev taught. And it goes as follows, that every person is like a tree. And there's many different types of trees. Right? Just like every tree grows differently, has a different shape, stands differently. Um, and some trees bear fruit. Some tree are, trees are beautiful. And some trees are not even worth looking at. And no one goes to look at them. They're, the same is with human beings, with Jews. There's so many different types. There may be one Jew that's blossoming and growing like a beautiful orchard, like a beautiful uh, um, apple tree. And there could be another person that doesn't even consider himself to be a tree. He looks at himself as a bush, right? Something which can't even stand straight like a tree, but is on the ground. And something which for sure doesn't bear fruit. And even within bushes, there can be someone that identifies himself as a, bur- as a, as a thorn bush. Right? The bush that was used, that, that God revealed himself in, it was a thorn bush. A bush which uh, a person looking at themselves, and not only do they not have any significance or any qualities, but on the contrary, they're full of thorns. They're full of stress to themselves and to others. And what Hashem was showing Moshe here, is that there can be someone, just saying it very, very briefly, there can be someone that is, views themselves as a bush. And not like any bush, but like a thorn bush. But, he, if Ma- Hashem wanted to see that if Moshe is going to be the one to be the Jewish leader, he needs to be able to see the fire burning, fire representing godliness and holiness, fire burning even within the thorn bush. To be able to see how in a thorn bush, even in a thorn bush, there could be a fire burning. And not only could there be a fire burning in the thorn bush, but the fire burning in the thorn bush can be stronger than the fire burning in a, a, a fruit, a beautiful a fruit tree. In what way can we see the difference? In the fact that the thorn bush was not consumed. Where the fire was burning, but not consumed. And that's what intrigued Moshe. It says in the Pasuk, what intrigued Moshe so much was not just the fact that there was a bush on fire. The fact that there was a bush on fire that was not being consumed. 
what, what Hashem was trying to show Moshe here was the fact that you could have a thorn bush that's burning but not being consumed. Because the fire, which represents a person's fire in Kabbalah and Chassidus, you explain the fire is like the flame which is always seeking to go higher. The flame is jumping higher. And as soon as the flame is given the chance, it leaves the wick, right? So the flame is constantly trying to, it's, it's searching. It's trying to find meaning, trying to feel fulfilled, trying to, to, to find itself. And every person, every tree, so to speak, can have this fire. But by some trees, you don't see the fire. The fire has already consumed the tree, so to speak. The fire is not visible. Because they have, they've already found, so to speak, what they're looking for. And therefore, you don't see the flame jumping. Meaning, by some people, they feel satisfied inside, and they feel content, and they feel fulfilled by some of their own accomplishments that they don't feel they need to continue searching. It's specifically a thorn bush, someone that views himself as a bush, and within bushes as a thorn bush that feels the need to constantly be searching. Never, they have nothing to feel fulfilled about. They have no, so to speak, accomplishments to make themselves feel satisfied and feel the, the need, no need to continue looking and searching. They're constantly searching and constantly looking. The flame is constantly burning and never consumes them. Because they don't allow it to. They're, they they, they want to find themselves, want to search for something. And it was the, the fact that you're able, Hashem Hashem Moshe, that even in the thorn bush, the flame not only can be there, not only could there be a flame there, but the flame there can be stronger than the beautiful fruit tree. And this is the, the strong focus that Hashem is showing the first Jewish leader. That if the person that's going to be this Jewish leader uh, needs to be able to recognize the fire that can be burning even in some, something as low and insignificant and as harmful as a thorn bush. And the, the, the stories related, the Altar said this over, I said it very briefly, but the Altar said it over with extreme um, uh, passion and energy. And kind of giving over that this is, the Baal Shem Tev took his approach from the first encounter, the first time God revealed himself to um, to the first Jewish leader. That what, that, and this indicates also how um, the, you need to have that fire burning. And if for whatever reason the fire is not there, it's because you feel, you perhaps feel fulfilled by things which aren't really necessarily godly. It could be by your own personal accomplishments and turn the person to then focus on themselves rather than trying to reach for God by being distracted by their own accomplishments, so to speak. And he was indicating here that yes, even the greatest Talmud Chacham um, needs to um, go through a process of change, needs to go through a process of tshuva. Constantly? Yes. Because we're put in this world to constantly be transforming. Yes, to constantly have this fire burning. And Moshe recognized this by what? By the fact that it says in the Pasuk, the Moshe, it says, it says Moshe saw the burning bush and he left his spot to come closer. And the, the commentators explain, the, Meisha, what, the Pasuk says these words, that he left his spot, he removed himself from where he was, and put himself in a new spot to be closer to the bush. And that concept is explained in this teaching of the Baal Shem Tev, and by the Alter Rebbe then, and in Chassidus at length, how it's, it's the process of a person realizing that where they are is not enough. And they need to go through growth and change. That they need to be able to pick themselves up, themselves up from where they are, recognize that there's more value and that there's something higher to reach for, something more to long for and yearn for, that they, that they need to get and need to reach for themselves 
to the extent that they feel like they need to completely remove themselves from where they are and enter a new space. And that's what Moshe did. When he saw that burning bush, when he saw that even a thorn bush, right, representing the thorn bush of a Jew, even the thorn bush could have a fire burning that doesn't consume it because it's searching and, and it's, it's, the soul is trying to, to, to express itself and come out. When Moshe realized that there can be fire even in the thorn bush, Moshe realized all his perfection and accomplishments. Moshe was born into, uh, as a perfect being, right? He was born Moho. He said Moshe was already born with a bris. That the, um, the, everything perfect about Moshe, Moshe realized, I may have the biggest perfection, but if there can be fire in the thorn bush, then there must, be, there must be much more than, that I can grow f- from myself. And Moshe um, removed himself from where he was and brought himself closer to a new space, closer to the thorn bush. And this is the powerful um, uh, message that lies within the story. It's not just a random fact that the God revealed himself in a burning thorn bush. But it was, it, it, the Alter Rebbe said, this is where the Baal Shem took his approach from. Um, so it's just an interesting and beautiful thought. And it, gives us, it makes us realize, first of all, um, how we view others, and also how we view ourselves. That we have something inside of us that's constantly searching. And every um, man's search for meaning, right? That we have this constant... Um, yeah, we have this constant um, if, uh, thing inside of us that's, that's looking... To, um, to quench its thirst, that's looking to, to, fulf- to fulfill its, its, um, its, its longing, to fulfill what it's searching for. And it may never find it. The fire may burn, and it may never consume the, the person. Meaning, it may, you may be searching your whole life, but the fire is still there. There's a fire that's causing you to, pushing you to search. And the moment that you feel accomplished and fulfilled by your own accomplishments, that fire may leave. Not because you may have reached something great, but because you're being distracted by your own accomplishments. And you need to constantly realize that no matter how much a person has reached, we're constantly trying to become closer and to become more one with, and more aligned with the ultimate truth, which is inside of ourselves, not somewhere else. That soul inside of us, that, that uh, godly part in us that we're trying to become aligned with and become one with. And uh, we c- can't allow ourselves to be distracted by side things that, that make us feel fulfilled and pull us away from the ultimate and real fulfillment. Um, this is the message.